Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word, the word of God with extra sauce. On Hashtag Scripture, we're discussing everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. So, as you know by now, I'm going to warn you. If If you you don't know me by now. There we go. If you need to take any medication, your epilepsy medication, whatever it is, take it now. Be prepared. You might get a bit. It's a bit of a peak ticket today. It's a bit of a. It's, it's a bit controversial. Controversial. So the word on the street is, let's get into this word. The word on the street is, when you get to heaven, none of the angels will know what you look like. Because not only do you wear makeup from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, but the hair on your head is not the one that grows out of your scalp. Okay, you look like absolutely nothing that the book of life says you're supposed to look like. Okay, you have a new nose, you got a new you got new cheekbones, you've got a new chin, your breast is different, your bum is different, you've taken out ribs, all kinds Wait. of stuff, okay? Word on the street is you're a new creature, literally. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like literally. I say that you become a new man, you become a new Christian, all things are passed away, you become a new creature. But you're a whole new creature because you've got body parts that are not yours. The makeup on your face there. is a lot, bruv. We can't even tell if it's really you or not. You know? That's why you've got these men out here trying to say go swimming on the first date because they don't know who you is half the time. Okay? Well, on the street is... Makeup, weave, and cosmetic surgery is an issue that we need to talk about. It's an issue that we need to talk about. Or is it an issue? So the sections we'll be covering today is only two. Should women wear makeup and weave? And is cosmetic surgery a sin? I feel like we also need to adapt that because now we're living in the 21st century, it's 2018. Should people wear makeup and weave? I have seen men on Instagram whose eyebrows are nicer than mine they yeah, have got sure. that shaped and contoured they are beat to death honey i just learned to do my car okay okay so number one so for me numero uno yeah should women okay forget because we already said that men are doing mm-hmm. it should people <laughs> should adam and Although, Eve, should christians right because we're talking about Christians Oh, yes, we are talking about Christians specifically. Should Christian... So then we can't be talking about Christian men wearing makeup. Why not? What's the difference? Is there a difference between men and women wearing makeup? Or Christian men wearing weave? Are Christian men wearing weave, Tina? <laughs> you, you, tell, you tell me if Christian men are permanent hair wearing weave. We have to change me. the topic of this, of this <laughs> podcast. Because I'm... Because you, you're just, the one who brought the word on the street. You literally just changed my countenance. For me... Are Christian men wearing weave? But you saw. You've I thought seen it was the, a secular, worldly thing. You've seen the lace front. Did you, I have, I don't but know I don't think he can be going to church with you his lace front. But you don't know, because nobody knows it's a lace front. How I know. You? you don't know. You only know because you saw the video. Listen, if you didn't, my man had phase one last week. Yes, yeah? slow cut, short back and sides, and then this week he's coming here looking like Beyonce. Is he come to church looking Beyonce? Beyonce? Is he come to church looking at Beyonce? I'm not talking about Beyonce long hair. I'm talking about the actual one that looks like. Oh right, okay, like a toupee, haircut. like a toupee. But even 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 Beyonce, some people do that. No. Anyway, I'm yeah, I'm you're really asking me a question. No, she's not upset me because I'm not going to talk for this whole should podcast. Should Christians I'm really wear upset. makeup and weave or, or, or artificial or artificial bodily accessories or crochet? That's what we. Okay, or braids or crochet. Fine, we can add that in there as well. Um, okay, cool. Uh, right. Okay, so then the first thing I think, you know, the main scripture, probably the hashtag scripture for this, we probably already have, is um, 1 Timothy 2, 9. In like manner also that women um, women adorn themselves in modest apparel with decency and propriety, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly array. Uh, and also, actually... First Peter three, verse three. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold or putting on fine apparel. 
So basically, the Bible is saying, do not, what? What is it saying? It's saying, do not let your outward appearance be what makes you beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. Because the word adorn means to make beautiful or Mm -hmm. to beautify. Mm -hmm. Beautify, that's a word, right? Speak those things that are not as if they were hashtags. Would you say beautify? Beautify. Beautify. Not beautify. Not (laughs) beautilicious. No. Beautify. I'm sure that's a word, but if it isn't, we add it to the Webster's. Hashtag scripture dictionary. Hashtag Webster's, hashtag scripture. Um, So basically, I think the word adorn means to make beautiful. Mm -hmm. So when the scripture says, a lot of people say, oh, this scripture says, especially, you know, people who are trying to be anti the point mm-hmm. they'll say this scripture means that women are not supposed to wear makeup they're not allowed and to wear nice hairstyles stuff. they're not allowed to wear jewelry you're all breaking the law you're all again you know it's not a salvific issue in my opinion um so break down what salvific salvific, so salvific means pertaining to, to salvation. salvation perfect so if it's if it dip, if your salvation is dependent on it then yeah. it's salvific and a lot of things that we talk about <laughs> we are very salvation kind of people if mm-hmm. it's not gonna if it's not gonna send you to hell if it's can not, you, going it's to not kill that you much of a big deal like obviously we want to live how god will be pleased with us you know but if god is not gonna strike your name out of the book of life then can we keep it moving please stop let's stop telling people that they can't do this that and the other making it like christianity is a book of rules it's really not it's it's really not so i mean basically what i wanted to say if if we really 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 examine the scripture and look carefully First Peter three three says, "Do not let your adornment be merely outward." Ooh. It's not saying do not let your adornment be outward. It's saying merely outward, as in only or exclusively outward. So when you're beautifying yourself, where you're making fine apparel and wearing gold um, and arranging your hair, don't let that be the only thing that makes you beautiful. But make sure that the inside is beautiful as well. Is what is that thing? Don't Bizzle, a rapper, um Christian rapper, says, you know, you're out I can't remember what shop he says, but your outside is Harvey Nichols in the English version mm-hmm. and your inside is little. Don't let that be the case. I can't say little because I used to work for little. Let's say Audi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you have to you can't have bargain basement on your heart, but then outside you're doing Swarovski. Skarskovsky? Scorch. Help me here. We can't say these words. We coming. We don't know about diamonds and whatnot. This ain't hand garden out here, okay? On the inside, you'd be looking like just the one corner shop news agent. And then on the outside, you'll be looking like Harrods. Can't, you can't do it. Can't, you I'm have to be beautiful out, on the inside I'm and done. outside. That is what the scripture is saying. So I don't like it when people use the scripture because it's not accurate. When, for example, and I'm going to give you another example in scripture so you can understand in terms of the language and the, the point that it's trying to convey. So... um in Matthew six nineteen, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will also be so it says do not lay up for yourselves treasures in earth so are we saying we're not allowed to have treasure on earth is that what the scripture is saying your treasure, is saying shouldn't, be on your, be... Your treasure shouldn't be on your face Listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to make a point. Uh, me too. I'm saying as in it, the the scripture is not saying do not have treasure. No. The scripture is not saying you're not you have to be poor and homeless no. and don't feed your children. No. That's not what the scripture is saying. No. The scripture is not saying you're not allowed to be rich on earth. No. It's saying you can be rich on earth but make sure that your treasure and what you place the um your heart on the, the desire of your heart is on things of God and not on things of earth. It's yeah. not commenting on whether or not we should be rich or poor. No. So the same language there is the same language that it's using when it says do not um, let your adornment be merely outward. Yeah. You, do you understand? It's the yeah. same kind of sentiment. That's what I personally believe. What about you, Tina? Um, even just to kind of reinforce that scripture, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break and steal. Um, and bringing it real back to the whole makeup um, issue is that <laughs> I said, I don't let your treasure be on your face. It's like, it's she like, did say that. It's like, saying. honestly, do not let everything that you value be something that is on the outside mm-hmm. because that's carnal. 
Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, temporary. Exactly, and it's exactly. subject to fail it's subject to fail and change. It's mm-hmm. subject to change. Do not don't let your treasure and the thing that you value be something that is surface level and something that is superficial. So much so that it's corrupting your inward character, your inward man. Um your treasure, your value, your worth shouldn't be on your face. Okay? And it's saying um, that where it can be destroyed by moss and rust. Mm-hmm. If somebody spills your Mac primer on the floor and you are crying, we have an issue. <laughs> okay, you ha- we have an issue. I mean, but it's expensive, girl. I don't it care. Ain't cheap. And I say, if it's like it, fifty pounds down the toilet, moth and rust can that. destroy it. It's saying this that is not the, milk. The, 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 it's not milk it's, magnesia. It's value because we all simultaneously also say, do not cry over spilt milk, right? Yeah, but that's milk, milk is, only costs fifty pounds. No, but the reason why I say pounds. that is because milk is essential for life, right? Babies drink milk. We it's a synonymous for something that we consume that the body needs. Not cow titty milk. I think milk. you're deepening it not, too much, not, man. No, no, no. I think you're taking it deep. Not cow titty milk. Like, so. Cow titty. <laughs> I, was having, I was at Costa today and I bought all my youth um, hot chocolates and then I bought myself a coconut hot chocolate and I bought my niece, one of my nieces, a soya. The other one was like, just give me regular. I was like, do you know you're actually drinking cow titty milk? It's cow titty <laughs> juice. <laughs> it's cow titty juice. You're not a cow. I Why are you drinking never. cow titty juice? It's never. my sister, Ozzy. Shout out Ozzy. He calls it cow, dilly, cow titty juice because it really is cow titty juice. Anyway. Do you know she said like titty like seven <laughs> times in the last one minute? I anyway, apologise for any Don't let your treasure be on your face. And it, your adornment shouldn't merely be outward. Mm-hmm. So initially, we've already broken it down to we shouldn't place too much value on what we look like, on what are on what we look like, because that's not what God looks at. Mm-hmm. He looks at the content of your character. Mm-hmm. He looks at your heart. He could care less what eyeshadow you're wearing. Mm-hmm. He could really care less. Okay, but that's on the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. On a more relational kind of side is it what should we be doing i feel i we wear makeup we're christian women who wear makeup okay um so we're instinctively gonna say it's not a problem for us to wear makeup because we have makeup on our face right <laughs> i, I <laughs> currently don't but you in don't. episode one i definitely i do because i'm still on, on i i haven't i i walk to church okay and um we feel like if you're gonna don't contour your face, yeah, beyond recognition, so that nobody knows who you are. Don't deceptive because yourself. if what's that thing that they say? If you go missing, you can't find you because we don't know what the real you looks like. Because after the rain has already washed off your face, right? And we don't know what you look like. With the missing picture, we don't know. We can't find you. We'll we'll you will we'll see no, you being smuggled into a car. I know it sounds like she's her. throwing shade, right? But genuinely, some of it is like that. There are some people who are unrecognizable from what they used to be. I'm not gonna say any names or anything of like celebrities or stuff, but I think we can imagine a couple of celebrities who don't look anything like they used to look just what but two, three years ago. So it's like you have to keep it within reason. God, you're fearfully and wonderfully made in the book of Jeremiah. You know, like you don't have to change who you are. Why Why are you doing that? You know, like why are you changing your outward appearance? I think the, the, the thing is, um, God says walk by the spirit, not by the flesh. Why are we walking by the flesh so much where we care so much about what we look like that we're spending hundreds of pounds on makeup and weave and stuff like that? Like, I, I'm not against, I'm not 100% against wearing makeup or weave. I personally don't wear weave, but I'm not, I will never stop someone in the street and be like, take that off your head. Mm. You know, like that's your choice. But Mm. is, can your money be better spent elsewhere? Mm -hmm. Are you spending hundreds of pounds on makeup and hair and da 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 and all that when you could be doing better things with that money? But these times you can't pay tithe, but get into it. You're, you know, you you can't you give offering at church. Before you pay your tithes, you buy makeup. I don't understand. You know, it. before you spent so much money on makeup and hair that you can't contribute to the to the, the work of God. To the work of God, and that's and that's a problem. I think that once you are so dependent, and I think another thing is in terms of a spiritual thing is that you shouldn't be dependent on makeup and weave and your personal appearance in order to 
for life. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't need makeup and a wig to function. Mm-hmm. Some people who cannot function without makeup, they can't go outside without makeup. They don't feel confident. Yeah. They yeah. can't, you know, because they can't go anywhere without their wig on or their weave on. They are so dependent on it because they don't, they don't, they do not feel their best when they do not have these things on and that's a heart issue and that's a spiritual issue and we need to tackle that at the root of it because Mm -hmm. every need for something on the outside automatically is a result of something that has been breeding on the inside so me I don't feel like I look my best without makeup because I have blemishes okay and my blemishes make me feel insecure I don't feel buff with bare face <laughs> because I've got blemishes. You can see. I mean, I I, I can, don't know what she's talking you about. You can you okay. can see why you don't feel like you fail buff with. No, as in I don't know. Like you don't need to wear makeup at all. Like I, I'm just I, like I don't I really. I don't, really I don't care. Feel, I have what? blemishes, right? And okay, I don't sure. feel buff. But at the end of the day, if I got to the point, I don't. I'm not at the point in my insecurity levels where. I can't function without yeah. makeup. Yeah. If I ever got to the point whereby I can't function without makeup, I do not feel beautiful. I didn't say beautiful and buff are two different things. Yeah. Buff is okay, like appeasing, appeasing. Buff is pleasing um, to other people. Beautiful is the aura you contain, right? And mm-hmm. um, the aura you possess. I don't. I'm not saying that I don't feel beautiful, but I don't feel buff without makeup. But it hasn't affected my insecurity levels yet. Is it? Is it okay at all to have the feeling that we want to look good for other people? Yeah. I, I'm going to get to that. Okay. So so if your issue is, I have to wear makeup, I have to have this wig on, I have to contour my face because I do not feel beautiful. I do not feel... Um, I don't feel like I can even go out in public and show my face and be taken seriously. I feel in less of a person because I don't have this particular piece of makeup on or this wig on I don't feel pretty I don't feel like society can accept me baby that's a heart issue Mm -hmm. that's a spiritual issue and I need you to know that as Fumi said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made God took his time with you Mm -hmm. you're not a rushed piece of work you are his masterpiece you know he says that he has we are the 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 clay and he is the potter Mm -hmm. you know he has intricately formed you in your mother's womb he has placed your nose there in this particular shape for a reason he thinks you are beautiful you are to die for for him okay so if it's a case about you do not feel beautiful without your makeup or your wig baby girl your wig and your makeup isn't going to fill the void only Jesus can fill it only God can fill that void and if you can go to God and earnestly pour out your heart to him he will tell you just what he thinks of you he will tell you that you are beautiful there is a man and people who will accept you with one eyebrow or not okay it doesn't (laughs) doesn't matter Um, I personally don't grow eyebrows okay I don't grow eyebrows eyebrows I don't grow eyebrows from my (laughs) they didn't they didn't want to come today i do not own eyebrows yeah (laughs) (laughs) i have to draw my eyebrows i I don't my mom doesn't my mom i want to just disconnect myself from that assertion right now like literally i don't own eyebrows yeah i have the most scantily clad eyebrows (laughs) there are known to man is that when I go to get them threaded they, they always laugh I don't at even, me I don't even go I don't even get them I have to because I haven't, had my, I haven't had my eyebrows done since year 8 but they're since so year scan- eight. that's good but no, you have a shape to yours mine are so scanty that they have to create a shape <laughs> that they create the shape they actually laugh when I sit down in the chair and it's ridiculous it's actually ridiculous but I don't own eyebrows okay but I can tell you that people love me without eyebrows or with eyebrows okay if you're at a place baby girl where you feel like you're not beautiful you are not you can't be taken seriously you're not you know professional or you're not whatever without makeup it's a heart issue it's a spiritual issue it's not a cosmetic issue and it's not a it's not a makeup can't fix what the problem is makeup is not going to plaster well it does but makeup (laughs) isn't going to plaster the wound um that you're having the wound that you have in your heart as to your perception of self Mm -hmm. it's not going to do that um on the weave do you want to talk about the makeup issue because i'm going to go to the weave issue on the weave issue i remember you talking about weave on the weave issue, I think sometimes it's a cultural thing in terms of what we feel like is beautiful or accepted. 
I have my natural hair out most of the time. I've got my hair, natural hair out now. And then I also wear wigs. I don't really do weaves. I do wigs and natural hair and braids, okay? I've never felt like my natural hair is not professional. There's some people who work in certain sectors and Afro hair is not professional in their sector. Nah, sorry, I, there's I, no I sector. Beg you, please. There's no industry. I, that's what they feel like. I can't. I want... I wish you would. I wish I will a manager at your job I with my afro. I wish a manager of mine will tell me that I can't rock my afro to work. <laughs> we will fight. We will fight. We will literally fight. Um, and we think that because we're in the Western world, Western perception of beauty also relates to this makeup thing. Western perception of beauty is like straight nose, certain types of eyes and lips and cheekbones and really bone straight hair or wavy hair. And that's the perception of beauty. Afro or kinky or coarse hair isn't uh, the standardized perception of beauty. Therefore, when we want to feel beautiful, we will put on a straight weave, um, a Peruvian weave, something that's come from Malaysia or China or Brazil so that we can, and they're not even Western countries, which is so stupid, you know? <laughs> but like we will put on this kind of something on our hair so that we can ad- adapt to this Western style, Western concept of beauty. Baby girl, if God wanted you to be white, he would have made you white, okay? I'm just going to let you know. So if your hair from your head doesn't grow straight, it's not how it's supposed to grow. Don't put that hair on your head. You can, you can if you want to. Do you know what? Let me, let me do a trace because I've got a really, really nice straight wig at home okay but I don't feel like I have to put on that wig to be beautiful I don't feel like I have to put on that wig to be accepted in society in my workplace I don't feel like I'm not going to get drawn by a man or man's not going to check for me if I haven't got the big weave wig down to the back it's just like no I don't feel like that I just do it because it's a convenience issue for me and that's it but we have to be careful with the source of satisfaction and the source of our pleasure and the source of where we feel like our beauty comes from mm-hmm. if your beauty is coming from the outside it's an issue your beauty comes from within absolutely from within but there's an issue about weave for me that you're gonna go into right um so what do you think about the whole um kind of process of how we get the weaves in terms of weaves um they cut off you know in in india and all these countries they cut off people's hair that they've obviously grown for a long time um and they sacrifice it to idols or whatever it's like part of a religious ceremony where Mm -hmm. they cut off these people's hair and i don't know what they tell them Mm. you know but it's a sacrifice that Mm. they make Mm. and then they then bring it here to sell it Mm. by now i feel like they should know but i don't know maybe they don't have internet there i'm not sure but then they bring it over here or to america or africa or wherever and then they sell it to us Mm for hundreds and hundreds of pounds mm. and then also they have this whole all of this marketing you guys are falling for this marketing man i oh, really don't okay. understand all this peruvian malaysian <laughs> uh, brazilian timbuktuian i don't really understand all of that is Mate, it's all rubbish <laughs> it's all just stay with me stay <laughs> with me it's all rubbish it's all from the same place and it's all even when they say it's virgin hair there's no uh, regulation regulation standard of hair, you know. There's no FDA for hair. Absolutely There's no, no food authority to make sure that the virgin hair that you bought is actually really virgin hair. Did you know that? So, <laughs> but a lot of them will say, oh, this is virgin Peruvian. Well, you can go to you can go to parks and buy premium uh, real human hair. Mm-hmm. It's not real human hair Mm, mm -mm. for £20 a pack. Mm -mm. Don't be silly, you know? But all this marketing, they got you... They really got you guys, like, fighting over who's got the nicest somebody else's hair. I don't really get it. I don't understand it. And for me, it's all about... I know I'm going to start sounding like one of these conspiracy theorists and stuff, but I'm um, I'm really sure that a lot of this is all about, you know... I'm like, should I say it? Should I really well, say it? But just in terms of like, you know, back from slavery days and stuff, oh. where they say were, it, girl, because I'm about know, to go into it. Say permanent, permanent, permanent people's relaxing um, people's hair because it's so hard to manage, and the light skins were in the house and the dark skins were out of the house. It's really connected to that, and I know a lot of people are like, okay, it's not that deep, duh, 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 duh. but house, I'm talking about the yeah. foundations and the roots. I'm t- not talking about what it is today. Mm. I'm talking about the foundations and the roots of it. And I think um, I actually haven't watched the whole thing, but you know, Chris. 
Rock's good hair, he it. goes into a lot of detail about, you know, the background and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I, I don't like kind of confirming and co-signing the fact that black hair is not beautiful or that yeah. black people are not beautiful and that Absolutely. we have to change ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be from relaxer or from weave or whatever mm-hmm. to, to you know, contouring your nose to make it look um, straighter, straighter or thinner. whatever, thinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really ascribe to that. I don't want to be another race. I think all races are beautiful. Absolutely. I think everybody is beautiful. Absolutely. Like, And it's so funny, like, I can look at somebody who you, you might consider completely ugly and I know God has made that person like that and I find them beautiful. Beautiful. And took time, you know? Like, not you know, rushed. So just because it's not up to your standard or worldly standards, or we're, the not Western trying, society. we're not trying yeah. to be up to worldly standards. That's not the standard that we're trying to reach. We want to yeah. reach God's standard. And if yeah. God has made you looking like you are and your left nostril is bigger than your right nostril, <laughs> do you need to go and have cosmetic surgery? Do you need to go and contour your nose? I don't know how deep it is. I'm not saying you can't wear makeup, but like Tina said, I think it's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. If you're wearing hair... Like, I've had some of my good friends say to me, oh, natural hair doesn't suit me. And I wanted to slap them. You know who you are. I wanted to slap... Are you telling me the hair that grows out of your head does not suit you? Is what that, does that it, not a mean? ridiculous... What does that mean in English? Please? It's a ridiculous no, sorry, ridiculosity. Say it in I terms cannot, so I can understand. No, <laughs> I don't know. I really can't. I can't. It doesn't translate. It doesn't translate because it doesn't make sense. Like... How can you say that the hair that grows out of your head doesn't suit you? It doesn't make sense. Don't let anybody tell you that. Don't let anybody make you feel like all of this, you know, magazines and celebrities and all of that, don't make them feel like you have to look like them. You're your own person. You look like you. You don't want anybody to look like you. You are unique. You don't have to be like everyone else. You don't have to follow all the trends, you know. If you want to wear weave, you know, then... be Just just be conscious of why you're doing it. And I think that's what Tina's trying to say. I agree. So in, in essence, <laughs> I hope this has made sense, but in essence, what we're saying is it's not a problem to wear weave wigs or makeup, but the problem is the value you place on yeah. it, the importance you place on it, the need you have for it. So if you and if need... You feel it validates you. Yeah, the need you have for it. So if you feel like you need makeup to function, if you need a wig to function, if it validates you in a way that you're self-belief your um but what god's word doesn't but if god's mm-hmm. word doesn't validate you as much as your wig or your weave mm-hmm. or your makeup we have an issue okay yeah. as christians your ultimate source of authority your ultimate source of identity yes. let's get into this word okay your ultimate source of identity validation and confidence comes from the word of god mm-hmm. so if your validation confidence and identity is founded upon and predicated upon makeup weave and wigs then we have an issue your source of confidence identity and validation come from the word of god comes from your salvation and comes from the fact that jesus christ paid a lot of money for you he and paid it in his with his blood and his life and that should be where you're standing upon everything else is an add-on you know it's like a bundle deal like you purchase this and you get this for free it's an add-on like an amazon yeah you can get things as an add-on your foundation should be on christ makeup is an add-on wigs are an add-on weave is an add-on if those things are taken away who you are is still intact Mm -hmm. who you are who you um, are to your family to your friends to society is still intact if every factory that makes wigs has been burnt down that every cosmetic company making makeup has been burnt to ashes. Who you are is still intact. If who you are is not intact, if we strip away the makeup, the contour, the wigs, the weave, then your personhood is challenged. You need to seek Christ. And we we need to really go back into who we are as a person because then you don't understand who you are in Christ because who you are in Christ is absolutely not dependent upon what you put on your face or what you put on your hair what you put on your body the bible says in Matthew chapter 6 don't care about what you even wear mm-hmm. you know what I mean sometimes you'd be spending in equally as financially um serious makeup and weavers is the clothes that we put on designers mm-hmm. it can mm-hmm. even spread to you know having to always be wearing designer clothes listen baby girl and the dudes dudes let me talk to you if the girl was not checking for you because you ain't wearing Balenciagas or 
or Kristen Louboutin shoes or you haven't got your Gucci belt on top of your tracksuit bottoms yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> if the girl ain't checking for you because you even haven't got even though your trim your shape up whatever it may be your hair your hair's uneven you <laughs> look dusty. dusty you look dusty you're not that's, that that's cute not, but that's you are not cute. it you're you cute. are you're beautiful okay that's not it we need to really realise and fellas it's a duty for you to uphold your women and remind them that they are hmm. beautiful without makeup yeah. without the wig and without the weave yeah. it's the men's fault I'm blaming all the men because you will be like like double tapping all these people on Instagram who are not of a certain ethnic group right and the, we see it and we say oh that's what we should look like so let me contour my nose so I can look like that let me get a wig so I can look like that men are only attracted to this type back in the day it was like Jennifer Lopez Beyonce not everybody looks like that yeah you know what I mean? So men, we have a duty. You have a duty to remind your sisters, yeah. You have a duty to remind women that you know you are beautiful without makeup. I love you without the hair extensions. I love you without the wig. I love you without the weave. I find you beautiful in your natural state. Okay, to remind us that we can be beautiful in our natural state whilst we're working on our spiritual side, because it's going to take some time. Because we have to get to a place in ourselves spiritually that we are so confident in our and the way that God has created us that whatever the people say outside of the four walls of our prayer closet doesn't affect us but whilst we're doing that guys because it takes a while please tell us we're beautiful when we're going to the corner shop and we look clutters like tell us tell us okay don't just move to us when we're looking like you know the cover of Mac yeah move to us in our tracksuits in Asda with our hair bonnet on with you know crossed in our eye tell us that we're beautiful not at that particular time, not just when we have makeup on. Best be honest and real with ourselves. Okay? Please, ladies, makeup and weave and wig is okay, but it shouldn't define you. And on the um, the topic of being honest, I really want us to really examine ourselves and be honest about our reason behind engaging in it in it and indulging in it as well because a lot of us and me included i've done this in the past will say oh look i just do it for convenience i just do it because you know i can't na- handle my natural hair da, 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 or i can't or you know i, I do it because i want to look professional da, da, da. but really if you really 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 inspect your heart it's because you feel insecure or it's because you don't in, in sense, in a sense, love yourself, you know. So make sure it's not that. And if it is that, I think it's the same thing. Um, when we were talking about, you know, alcohol and stuff, abstain and try and go on a fast. You can do a fast from wearing weave and makeup, just the same way you can do a fast from social media or food or whatever. You know, do a fast and check your heart. And then if her heart is in the right place, then I love fine. that. I love a makeup and wig fast. We should have like a global, not a global. Like global, a, you know. Like a, a movement. Hashtag scripture is going around the globe. <laughs> a movement. Let's go makeup and wig free for a couple of weeks and see how we feel. Let's do Alicia Keys. The, Alicia the, Keys movement. I'm on it. Yeah, the time that we spend putting on makeup, we can spend that time in the word of God. You know, it's I will true probably, because it's I will takes less spend It's that not time. five minutes. For me, it's like okay, two minutes. No. <laughs> Tina, all she does is do Vaseline on her <laughs> Vaseline on her lips and maybe just one, one Vaseline on her nose under eye for, for extra glow it for highlight that's, that's it that could be someone like me who does extreme but WWE it, but you don't need makeup beat down you don't need makeup and extreme I makeup is actually stupid. beat up beat down then you know obviously Mercy, I could be spending that time in a word so I could dumb. spend an hour and a half in a word because it does take me an hour to an hour and a half to do makeup for real for real yeah for me you know you don't need makeup right anyway so the next question in the next section question two is is um, is it okay to for um Christians to do cosmetic surgery is it acceptable? And if it is acceptable, when is it acceptable? Okay, so this is a real big issue. And I'm going to go into a few things. Um, uh, we, we, did we read First Peter 3, 4 already? Yes. We did. Okay, fine. Um, the Bible warns us to not be vain or conceited, as we know. It warns us to not draw attention to ourselves in the way that we look, as we know. This is Philippians 2, 3 to 4, and 1 Timothy 2, 9. So we already have this understanding, which we've talked about, about our outward appearance. The reason why cosmetic surgery is more serious than makeup and weaves and wigs is because... I would have thought that reason would be obvious, but... 
Yeah, it's because it's a it's not a, for everybody. It's a surgical procedure. It's invasive. Um, it permanently changes to a certain extent the way you look. Whereas with makeup, you can wash it off. A wig, you take off at the end of the day. Whereas cosmetic surgery is semi-permanent. And what you're doing is you're correcting what well what you think to be a correction of God's handiwork. Okay, so if God has made your face a specific way and you go under the knife, you it's corrective surgery. Okay, so that's what it is. Cosmetic surgery is it's just. Don't say cosmetic, say corrective, okay? So what you're trying to do is you're trying to correct what God has done. That's a problem. You cannot correct what God has. If you can't make a new mountain and you can't make new land and sea, you have never made stars in the sky. You have never made everything that is quick. God, if I go into this word and read you Isaiah, right? Isaiah chapter 41, I will go into it. I can quote some of it. God didn't take any counsel from anyone when Mm -hmm. he created the world. There was no one who told him how to separate land and sea. Mm -hmm. No one who told him how to separate the firmament in the sky to firmament in the... There's no one who told him how to separate the sky from the earth, from the ground. Mm -hmm. There's no one who told him how to make the animals. No one who told him how to make you. No one who told him how heavy mountains should be, how much land mass there should be, where the tectonic tectonic plates should be there was nobody who told god where the equator should be there was nobody who helped god make the world so if you think that you need to help god make your face you've got a problem okay i'm just gonna be honest if you think that you need to assist god in the way that you look we have a problem so when you're saying that you want to correct something because you do not feel like you do not feel like it is good (laughs) it's you who does not feel like it is good god looked at the world and said boom it is good god created man and was like yes my brother you know what I mean? Like, that's God created the world and was like, hmm. Adam looked at Eve and was like, the flesh of my flesh. They're my rib, yeah? So God doesn't need help in making anything. So don't say you're correcting anything because it's not corrective surgery. What you're trying to do is change something, okay? And this is why we have an issue because you are but if God says you are fearfully and wonderfully made, then you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says, marvellous in my sight are you. Yes, in this my soul knows very well. Okay, so can you tell that I'm a bit of a preacher? <laughs> you know? Just a little bit. <laughs> like, so, okay, but that's all well and good, Tina. I've heard you. But my nose is crooked. Okay? <laughs> so I hear what you're saying about this, but my nose is crooked. I don't want to have a crooked nose, so I finna change it. Okay. It is well. Go on, change them. Change it. Change it. Change your nose, then. Change it. If it's just, I feel like there's levels to it. And I don't know if the levels is biblical or if it's just because I'm so laid back when it comes to certain things. But I feel like if your nose is a little bit crooked, I have a bit of a crooked nose. My nose is really big. I have a Jewish slash Roman nose. Okay? So I have a a Jewish, I have a real big Jewish nose. I'm sorry to anybody who's offended currently. If you're Jewish, um, we know know what your nose looks like. So I don't know why you're making I, okay. I do not ascribe I don't have to a, the same I don't have a, uh, a racially insensitive tendencies that my friend <laughs> I'm gonna be honest let's just be honest let's just be real I don't have a typical Afro-Caribbean kind of flat wide nose mine is very big and prominent and so there have been times I've like, have I ever looked in the mirror and been like I wish it was smaller no I probably haven't but if I did get to a point where I wish it was small, smaller, I probably wouldn't have surgery. I just feel like it is what it is. It you is know? what it is. It's already here. It is what I've it managed is. thus far. It is what it yeah? is. It is um, what it is. But let's, let's progress, actually. Let's progress from cosmetic surgery. Let's go, bit, let's go back to things that are a bit more easier or easier to kind of deal with. If you have an issue with your weight or you have an issue with your gut, if you've got a bit of a belly, you'll wear Spanx, right? You'll wear Spanx to try and, you know, t- tuck in your belly. Like, you'll wear Spanx. <laughs> you'll wear Spanx. You know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not okay, going to okay, sing the song. Okay. But you'll wear Spanx to tuck in your belly, okay? Um, That's not cosmetic, so we can't really, there's no point going into it, but it's an issue where we feel like if something is not right, we have the ability to make ourselves feel better about it. If your breasts are saggy, you'll wear a push-up bra. Can you wear a push-up bra as opposed to getting a breast augmentation? Um, Why do you you want your breasts to look a certain way when they're not in bras? Who for? Your husband? 
because nobody else is supposed to see your breasts, right? So, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe, for, your... maybe for someone's husband, they want to look good. If so your then... husband, your husband, I, <laughs> I may be completely biased. I may be completely biased, right? But my husband, if, okay, I've been wearing push-up bras or whatever, if I feel like I haven't got correct breasts, I don't have that issue. But if I feel like I don't have correct breasts, I've been wearing push-up bras, blah, 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 to attract a man, right? I've now attracted a man. He is now my, in the course of dating, in the course of courting, um, you reveal all your insecurities, mm-hmm. right? So I would say things like, and I've done this in relationships before, like I don't like the, I don't like the way that my eyes are set up sometimes. Sometimes they get a bit lazy. Um, I, or I'll say to him, babe, I have a real issue with my breasts. I'm not comfortable my breasts I feel like maybe one's bigger than the other I feel like they're a bit too saggy and he'll be like he will either have a choice to say I don't want a chick with lopsided (laughs) breasts (laughs) he'll say he can say I don't want a chick with lopsided breasts or I don't want a chick that doesn't have any breasts at that point choose to stay or go stay or go my breasts are not nice but I'm hoping to get corrective surgery if he says okay when you get corrective surgery me and you are cool or if he says if he says okay well um, then you know whatever if he doesn't if you have revealed to him I have an issue with my breasts I have an issue with my nose I have an issue with anything and he says I don't like you that's not the dude for you so now that you are now married and you now feel like okay even though he's already accepted you as you are you now want to correct the breast that he's already had dealing with. He's dealing with the breast. He's dealing with it. He's already dealing with it. He's managed, yeah? So therefore, I don't feel like you should correct it. If you now want to correct your breast because it makes you feel better, why does having symmetrical breasts make you feel better? Yeah. Why? Ask yourself Ask why. Yourself why. Why does having bigger bum, or you want to go inject some kind of fatty acids yeah. <laughs> you want to inject fats into why does having a bigger bum make you feel better why why, why? that's the question is why why does having a tummy tuck or um any one of those kind of surgeries make you feel better ask that question answer that question and then after you've answered that question say will these things validate me as a person as an individual i think we'll find when we answer those questions that you don't need it it's a perceptive thing and i think one of the things that i um never understand about cosmetic surgery obviously everybody has their own things that they that you know that they um are fine important or whatever but one thing that i never understand about plastic surgery in particular is that you can die on yeah. the table. It's real it's surgery. It's dangerous. When, anytime you go under um, general anaesthetic, you can die. Maybe it's not a big percentage. I don't know what the statistics are, um, but you can research that yourself if you really want to know. But you can die. And I don't understand why you would put yourself at risk, you know, when you could just not do that. Like, I, I don't really get it. Like, you're putting yourself under life-threatening circumstances just so that your breast can look nice or just so that your nose can look nicer. Why does that matter to you so much? Mm. We're supposed to be walking by spirit. And it's the same thing that I said before. When you're walking by spirit, you shouldn't really care what your flesh looks like. This casing is temporary. You you're going to, to get impress? old anyway. It's not going to be forever. God forbid you end up in a car accident. Like, you know, all of that is going to go. You can't be having plastic surgery every time you have an accident or every time something happens. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that I don't agree with, for example plastic surgery um when you've been in an accident when you've had it when, yeah. when you've had an issue if it's for health reasons yeah then i can understand if it's to get you back to where you were because something bad happened okay but not just because not oh i don't feel pleasing reasons and because a lot of the time we're doing it to make men lust after us is that okay sin. no it is not sin you can't be trying to put someone in sin in a sticky situation um the word of god says uh, woe unto you who, who cause um you know who caused my children to stumble. to stumble because it would be better for you to have a mil- a milestone tied to your neck and you to be friend in the ocean than to actually 
try and purposefully cause somebody to sin. That is a horrible thing to do. It's a horrible thing to do. So I think sometimes we try and be attractive and whatnot, but blah, blah, blah. there's a difference between being attractive and being sexy. There's a difference. And I don't think that Christians should be trying to be sexy. They're trying to have man look at them. You, They're trying to, you know, attract somebody the way that, because of the way that you physically look. I'm not saying that you can't be physically attracted to somebody or f- attractive to somebody, but... You can't be augmenting your body through surgery. Do you to know how deep that is? That one is deep. deep. Maybe makeup is not that deep, but that's deep. That's to deep. actually go and, you know, put scalpel in your thigh yeah. and take the fat out of your thigh and put it in your bum. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. I don't, I personally, I'm like 100%. I don't care what you do, but for me, I'm not doing it. As for me and my house. Like literally, I'm like, not literally, doing no, it. I agree. And so we're saying if it's for, if it's so that you could look aesthetically pleasing to somebody else, don't do it. Okay. If, for example, you're a burn victim. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you've suffered um, a certain degree of burn to your face and you are now um, wanting to, you know, make yourself feel better by taking, you know, your skin from elsewhere to cover the burns or to replace the the burned, scarred tissue on your face, that's fine. You know, I feel like that's fine. It's not because it's not, you're not doing it to try and be uh, pleasing to the other sex. You're not doing it for superficial reasons. You're doing it because you have suffered a great deal of damage to your outer layer okay so you have to they they tell you to do it because the the fact that the, the you burned yeah the psychological yeah. impact and the fact that the tissue on your face is burned so it's susceptible to so many yeah, things it hasn't got the, yeah. yeah it hasn't got the nutrients yeah. it hasn't got all the live the live bacteria that's supposed to be in your skin mm. you know what i mean it's susceptible to it to infection so they tell you to correct the burns on your face especially because your face is so out there you know what i mean so if it's your if you're a burn victim that's different you know what i mean if, for example, breast reduction. So somebody who has got bazungas, yeah? <laughs> like bazunga, bazunga breast, and it's causing you pain to your back. Mm-hmm. It's causing you severe discomfort to your, sh- you know, your shoulders and stuff. If you want to get them re- um, um, reduced, then yeah, I feel like that's ac- acceptable it's because it's, issue, it's a yeah. health issue. You know what I mean? They've grown to disproportionate... Um, sizes and it's affecting your health it's affecting your mobility you can change it you needing a bigger bum is not a health issue you need enough well, some people say it is some people say it's a mental health issue like i'm so depressed because i don't have boobs or pray. bum that you think they should just pray about it no you can't pray about mental health um so yeah but i don't feel like that's a i'm gonna put myself out there and you can slate me if you want to i don't think that those certain things um, are serious mental health issues. I know that there are spectrums to mental health, but you saying, actually, let me think about this. Let me correct myself. If somebody said to me and is really, really, really depressed because they do not feel beautiful at all without having a certain type of body and it's caused them to be cl- clinically diagnosed as depressed and the only way that they can fix it is by having the um, augmentations made to their body to fix their depression, I would say no. I answered my question. I would say no. Because uh, I feel like, yes, the two may be linked, but depression... It's not the answer. It's, yeah, it's not the answer. Fixing, because what happens is you'll fix your physical body and your, de- your mental illness is still there. You'll find something else to be And there'll be something else that will something else will not be good enough, yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree. And also, like, y- you'll do one surgery and then you'll do another one and then you'll do another one because it's never perfect. It's never 100%. And you'll always be chasing... It's like drugs almost, chasing the dragon, yeah. you know? Like, it's always something more that you could do. And I'm so concerned about making God... Hurting God's feelings. Like, <laughs> I just feel like once I... God, once you didn't I, do a good yeah, job here, I so I'm going to fix it. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want him to feel like I don't value what he's done yeah. or I'm not appreciative of... And I think it's easy to say it for us because we don't have an issue with our personal appearance so much but okay you yeah I mean I don't want God to feel like oh my gosh like I I really love her and I really think she's beautiful and she doesn't think that I made her well that's so sad you know what I mean like that's so I don't want God to ever feel like I'm not appreciative of anything he's done you know what I mean and I don't want him to imagine trying to pray afterwards and (laughs) imagine praying for the surgery and then (laughs) trying to pray afterwards and 
And it's like, you know, God is like, but babe, you don't think I did a good job on you? You don't think I did a good job with you? You don't think that I, I'm able to give you, you everything? You don't think I know what I'm doing? Oh, Me, the almighty think, sovereign yeah, God? And you don't think that I can bring people? Because ultimately, it's so that we can find satisfaction in the opposite and in, in like you know with opposite sex and stuff you don't think that I can bring somebody to you who will love you the way that you are I mean there's people what's that the preacher guy I'm, I wish I knew his name the preacher who Nick, has got um, Nick something I was just thinking about him Holy Spirit is in this he's place he's got no arms Holy or legs Spirit. yeah Move me now no he's seriously got that's no literally what legs. I was just thinking about and he's and got he a wife and child you know, he ministers and he's a motivational I don't want God speaker. for one second to think that I'm not happy with anything he's done, you know? And it could just be such a... I can see it being such a stumbling block for your relationship with God. Please be careful, guys. Honestly, be really yeah. careful with, with what you're saying, especially as Christians. Be really careful with what you're saying about the way that God has created you. Be very, very careful because you are almost saying to yourself that God hasn't done a good job. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done a is good enough job. It, yeah, that he hasn't done a good enough job. Or you want to give him a helping hand and baby, he don't need your help. He needs your help with saving souls. He doesn't need your help with changing your body. <laughs> yeah? Please be careful. Yeah. I think it comes back to do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, right? Like, you shouldn't sow yeah. into your flesh like yeah. that. Because that's a lot of money as well, that you're, again, the money issue, but more so, you're sowing into your flesh when you don't need to. It's not yeah. important. And, These and things will pass away. And it's and it's and ultimately, it's a, it's a heart issue. Mm. You know what I mean? Ultimately, it's a heart issue and it's a, it's a spirit issue. And you really, we need to really check what's happening on the inside because what happens in the inside affects the outside. Out of your heart flows all the issues of life, you know what I mean? And so we really have to be careful with where the state of our heart and the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. Yeah. And so that means also what the sort of things that you're viewing. So if social media and seeing 56 beautiful women on Instagram every minute, yeah. Who don't causing, look like that because yeah, of photo editing software. Just the, you know, who, who is causing you to feel really bad about yourself. Don't go on Instagram and be looking at 56 beautiful women every day or change the way your newsfeed is working. Don't follow certain, don't follow certain magazines or certain people, you know, that they're going to post pictures of other, you really have to guard your heart. Have people around you or listen to affirmative music or listen to affirmative people. Um, I wouldn't necessarily, I'm really, really, really not a, a motivational speaker kind of girl. They get on my, people like that get on my nerves not people like that but the whole movement annoys me but like i'm just saying listen to motivational speakers right or people who will remind you that you are beautiful check your heart if your heart and your spirit is 100 completely solid and then the other things become an add-on as we said it's okay if your heart and your spirit is not completely solid and sold out for Christ and in a very healthy place whereby you really know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made stay away don't do it because it's not going to fix anything it absolutely will not fix anything fix your heart fix your um insecurity issues fix your perception of self get that to be intact and then and then after all is said and done then look at it because doing it before and then trying to check your heart afterwards it's not gonna work mm. it really isn't gonna work yeah okay so to summarize the first point was should um christians wear makeup weave etc etc yeah go for it but just don't let that don't let your treasure be on your face or your head and should the second point was should Christians do cosmetic surgery? No, if it's a yeah, heart resounding no. For if, me. No, if it's a heart issue, um, insecurity issue, um, a lust issue, mm. no, don't do it. Do not correct anything that God has already made perfect. <laughs> I'm going to preach. I can see it coming. Don't correct anything that God has already made perfect. If it's a health concern, yes. If it's not a health issue, no. Bible says, 
No. Computer says... <laughs> Computer says no. No. Scripture says no. Okay, cool. So should we pray out? Yeah, let's pray. Can I go first? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Here we go. No, I'm joking. <laughs> God, you are amazing. You are awesome you are magnificent you are the extraordinary strategist you are the god of heaven and earth there is nothing too hard or too big for you to do you created everything we see the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof father god you have made us beautiful you have made us all unique you have made us all perfect you have made us father god even if we have deform even if the person has deformities no lord god you're they're still perfect in your eyes and they are still purposeful as long as we have breath in our lungs father god we are here for a purpose you have made us all purposeful whether we have body issues father god where we feel like we can't we're not we're not functioning members of society or we can't contribute effectively or we're not beautiful father god there is still purpose in our bodies father god we are reminded in our in your word lord of god that everything you do is perfect we are reminded in your word that you love us in spite of everything we are reminded in your word father god that we should guard our hearts that we should only look to what your opinion your perception of us is greater than any perception, any opinion from any man. Father God, you did not take counsel before created the world and you did not take counsel before creating man. Father God, that you intricately weaved us, Father God, in our mother's womb, Father God. You know us, you know the end from the beginning. Help us to realise, Lord. Help us to realise that our validation, our confidence and our identity is found solely in you it's not found in makeup it's not found in weave it's not found in wigs it's not found in um new body parts father god nothing is found in us father god if you have not put it in there father god it is not for us let us realize this father god help us to be so confident in you help us to be brazen help us father god to be so fearless help us to know father god that you love us with an everlasting love and we must first sort out our hearts before we try and sort out our physical flesh which is subject to change which is temporary oh god let us find confidence in you let us find security in you let us find peace in you let us find sound mind in you let us find clarity in you father god let us not find any source of pleasure in anything that was not created by you oh god even though we can now say oh but god give gave the cosmetic surgeon the wisdom to fix noses or god gave iman the wisdom to create this concealer no father god that's not what it is just because you have given wisdom to people for people to create things doesn't mean that we should all partake in it father god let us separate ourselves from the world help us to realize father god that we are fearfully and wonderfully made our identity is found in you our confidence is found in you our validation is found in you father god everything is found in you thank you father god for reminding us of this and if there's anybody who is struggling oh lord with this right now father god there is no distance in the spirit at the sound of our voice father god may you send forth floods of light floods of love and floods of grace father god may you fill them with such knowledge and peace on who you are and what you mean to them and who they are in you that whatever depression or sickness or issue or insecurity that they are currently having help them to realize that you love them and your love for them is greater than anything else in jesus name amen lord god we glorify you we magnify you oh god we exalt you above everything almighty god including our own wants wills and desires including mighty god heavenly father our flesh oh god even the desires of our heart we exalt you above them oh god because we love you more than anything almighty god lord we want to say that we just commit ourselves to you we commit our bodies and our minds and our spirit and our hearts to you oh god right now we declare that our bodies are yours almighty god heavenly father that they do not belong to us but they are yours for you to do what you will with them mighty god we declare that we are opening 
opening ourselves up to you to be the light inside of us almighty god heavenly father we pray almighty god that we will be vessels of your glory vessels of honor vessels mighty god heavenly father of your love vehicles of your peace mighty god and of your good works and great exploits that you have planned for us to do even before we were saved oh god mighty god we give you praise we say take control of our bodies almighty god heavenly father and use them to glorify yourself oh god we declare that we shall not submit our bodies almighty god to any harsh treatment oh god that is against your will we declare almighty god that we purge our mind almighty god heavenly father of anything that tells us that we are not good enough just the way you made us almighty god every thinking every thought almighty god heavenly father of the enemy that tells us almighty god that your work was not enough almighty god we rebuke it right now oh god and we declare that you oh lord heavenly father are the master of our thoughts and the master over our lives in the mighty name of jesus lord god heavenly father we call forth your peace almighty god and your sound mind the peace that transcends all understanding oh god to settle every uncertainty in us almighty god that may cause us to doubt you oh god Mm -hmm. and the creation and the workmanship that you have made us oh god we pray almighty god heavenly father that we can settle and be settled and be affirmed in our hearts that you have fearfully and wonderfully made us without question without hesitation almighty god and that we can trust in you that you know what you are doing almighty god heavenly father lord we thank you oh god we thank you that you have made us just the way you want us to do exactly what you have purpose for us to do and we pray that we can walk in it walk by the spirit and not by sight walk by the spirit and not by the flesh that we can put our our desire and the um, the treasure of our heart mighty god in things above and not things beneath mighty god heavenly father we pray in the mighty name of jesus that you can change our minds transform our minds renew our thoughts of god heavenly father that we will no longer continue to focus on vain conceited things almighty god on lust of the flesh but we will focus on mighty god on the kingdom of god and the things thereof we pray in the mighty name of jesus that you realign our thoughts wherever they have gone astray almighty god that we will focus on the right things that we can fix our eyes upon you jesus the author and finisher of our faith we thank you and we bless your name because we know that you are working on us on the inside almighty god and on the outside oh lord we give you praise and we give you glory and we commit ourselves oh lord to you in the mighty name of jesus we've prayed so yeah bye you can follow us on instagram at hashtag scripture that's hashtag the word hashtag h-a-s-h-t-a-g scripture I'm not going to spell it because I actually don't know how. No, I'm joking, but I will get it wrong. Um, And you can follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes. And yeah, let's let's make it a movement. Hashtag scripture. Let's let's do this. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.